0: Hello and welcome to The 1909, the podcast that takes an in-depth look at some of the state news's biggest stories while bringing a new perspective from the reporters who wrote them. I am your host, Kelly Winters, and this week we will be discussing state news article The Fight for MSU Swim and Dive Continues at January 13th Board of Trustees Meeting, written by Jared Ramsey with the help of Sarah Tidwell. Thanks for joining us. All right, Jared, um, you recently put out an article regarding the swim and dive team. Do you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so on Wednesday, Michigan State Board of Trustees held an impromptu uh, meeting that wasn't originally scheduled uh, and that they did that to vote on the new board members, vote on the new chair of the board and but at that meeting. Um, four members of the swim and dive community, two former swimmers and two parents of swimmers spoke to the board and voiced their um, displeasure with Michigan State's athletic department um, because they believe that it was wrong to cut the swimming and diving program and they feel like Michigan State's athletic department hasn't listened to anyone within the program so they're trying to get the board of trustees attention but At the meeting, the board of trustees also did not address the complaints from the swimming and diving community.
0: Yeah, um, this has been a major upset for a lot of students and parents. Um, Can you talk about um, how some of the lives of the students that have been involved with the program have been affected? I know a lot of the students involved have had some worries regarding their academics, and um, different athletic scholarships that they may have had, and how their career as a swimmer or diver are going to continue.
1: Well, Michigan State said when they canceled the program that they would continue to honor the scholarships of the students throughout their four-year. They would still keep the four-year scholarship, even though the program still wasn't around so academically, they still have an option to finish their schooling at Michigan State. But I, I know um, I've talked to a few members of the women's swimming team, and there has been talk about transfer, possible transfers on both the men's and women's team because they want to be able to swim for the rest of their college career, and Michigan State hasn't provided them the platform to do that. I know some people have said that swimming – and swimming and diving was their way to kind of um unwind outside of school uh and just connect with other people so they kind of saw that as an attack on them the the attack on the program was attack on them themselves because they were seen as non-essential not important by msu athletic department and so they kind of and so from the people i've talked to they just felt hurt and betrayed by msu athletics especially since athletic, the athletic director, Bill Beekman, told um, the coaches and players that multiple times before they cut the program that the program would be safe going forward.
0: Yeah, I can see why that's very clearly so upsetting to so many students. Um, one of the uh, people that you interviewed in your article had mentioned that – Overall, this is a very bad look for MSU athletics, where some may say we're still hot off the heels of Larry Nasser, and that was a major hit for MSU athletics and a lot of students involved, and this does not help the look of MSU at all. What do you think regarding that?
1: Well, I MSU's had a lot of Title IX issues over the past few years, especially with Blair, the Larry Nasser scandal. Um, and on Thursday, uh, the women's swim, 11 members of the women's swimming and diving team filed another Title IX lawsuit against Michigan State because they uh, said that eliminating the women's swim and dive program puts MSU in violation of equal participation equal participation between men and women's sports at MSU, and they are alleging that MSU has been forging numbers of the row, women's rowing and women's track and field team in order to meet Title IX requirements where they don't actually have that amount of people. So I think this this whole swimming and diving program is cut, uh, cutting the program could come back to really shoot MSU in the foot because they are facing a lot of backlash now from the greater MSU community and they're facing this Title IX lawsuit where they're going to be investigated most likely about the, the last 40 years of um all their numbers for each sport for men's and women's to make sure that they're not forging it. And if it's found out that they are um that they were forging the numbers for certain women's sports and they weren't giving equal opportunity to women compared to men, the MSU could get in a lot of trouble with NCAA and legal trouble as well. So I think it'll be interesting um, to watch over the next two months uh, while this court case develops how MSU handles it and uh, if we see the programs reinstated.
0: Yeah, it's crazy that this decision to cut the swim and dive program, I know I'm I'm sure it wasn't easy by any means for the individuals that had to weigh in on that, but it's it it seems to have been it seems to have started quite the big domino effect when finding things that MSU may have been trying to cover up or, you know, trying to turn a blind eye to. So I read in your article that the program is being cut after the 2021 season do you know um what the 2020-21 season looked like this year
1: well i think they haven't started yet i um they start in sometime in uh february i'm pretty sure but i think it's going to be similar to other sports they're going to get tested like the other athletes for covid-19 um they're going to they're going to have restrictions on what they can do outside of when they're in the program because they don't want um covid-19 to spread within the program uh and i think i don't think anything's going to be different in terms of actual just swimming i think they're still going to go to big 10 meets swim against other big 10 schools Uh, they're going to have less national travel just because of the pandemic but I think the season overall will look similar but I think we're going to see a lot more outspoken individuals from the team throughout the season I think they're going to use this last season as momentum to try to get the program back in any way possible it'll be interesting to see what happens I'm not exactly sure what is going to happen I um right now it's The women's team is pretty confident in this lawsuit, but the men's team is still hung out to dry at this moment. So it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next few months.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm pretty eager to see how that kind of pans out. I think this will be a really good opportunity for students to um, really show their voice and to speak out for what they want. I know a lot of students have already been doing this. We've seen the Spirit Rock get painted. We've seen a few public posts from students that have been pretty, pretty emotional. Um, Just because I don't think we've touched on this yet, the reason that the swim and dive program is getting cut is due to budgets.
1: Uh, When they cut the program, Bill Beekman, the athletic director, cited that the athletic department has been losing a lot of money over the past year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And the, he cited that um, Michigan State's pools are are not Olympic size, and they, in Michigan State has not been able to produce Olympic-level talent, which um, when I talked to the swimmers, they said that was insulting to them when Bill Beekman said that because they believe in themselves and Michigan State sent swimmers to the – Olympics before so it kind of just shows that Beekman was just kind of trying to come up with another reason possibly um to cut it but I I went in my article I went back and looked at Michigan state's budget from last year and non-revenue sports cost MSU 20 well, let me let me pull up the article sorry 27 million. Versus 38 million for revenue sports, and in according to uh, educational equity website that tracks the money for each program at each school, the swimming and diving program, men's and women's, only costs just under 400 thousand dollars to run. So Michigan State um, said that said that it cost over two million dollars to run the swim and dive program each year, but the numbers don't add up to that. So it's we don't know the exact reason why Michigan State has cut the program. They've given reasons, but they don't have a lot of on um, background behind them. They don't have a lot of support. They kind of just said these things and then when investigated, they're just flimsy flimsy arguments from uh, the athletic department.
0: Wow, that is crazy to me that that people are even making claims without kind of having their story straight or being able to show receipts if you will
1: mm-hmm. it's very bold it is. You.
0: Um, all right so um, as a journalist um, how would you say your involvement has been with this story and how did you kind of like get involved with this piece
1: Well, I got, I first got involved because I'm the academics reporter for the state news. So I attended the board of trustees meeting. I was just sent there because I'm supposed to go to every board of trustees meeting. And, uh, I just, the swim and dive program was kind of ignored. The complaints from the swimming and diving program were ignored in the meeting. So I thought it would be a good story. And two days later the lawsuit was filed. So it was kind of perfect timing, but, uh, I got involved with the swimmers. So the sports department got a leak, Uh, Joe or a tip, Joe Dandron, the sports editor got a tip from a member of the swimming and diving community that there was going to be a lawsuit filed. So actually the state news had a jump on other uh, publications about the story, so on Thursday, we were able to call the lawyer for the program that is representing the girls. We were able to talk to the girls themselves and and sift through the lawsuit on um, paperwork and find out exactly what was going on. And so I think ch- that source that gave us the tip was the main reason why we were able to break the story first at the state news. So, and so uh, shout out to them for being being very helpful and letting us do our our work and uh going forward there's going to be a court date at some point and I'm sure I'll be attending that but I'm not exactly sure when that's going to happen the lawyer representing the women's team said that they want it February but it's up to a judge's discretion
0: mhm yeah this is just such a big story. Um, looking at kind of the uh, background work is interesting. I know you have put a lot of work into this. I know Joe Dandron has put a lot of work into this. I believe he uh, wrote the breaking story. And I know Sarah Tidwell has also done some of the background w- research. Um, is there anything else about the story that you'd like to share? Anything else that we may not have talked about?
1: Well, I just think it's um, the biggest part of the story for me, at least is that this is a title nine case and it's only applicable to the women's team. Uh, When we talked to the lawyer, she said that there's still no way legally to try to get MSU to reinstate the men's team. So going forward, it's going to, it's looking more likely that we only have one swimming and diving program and it, it would be the women's program and the men, would have would either be forced to stop swimming and retire from the sport or transfer from MSU neither and from who I've talked to n- no one really wants to do that and they're still trying to explore different ways to bring it back but at this point they're um not that optimistic about it
0: yeah thank you so much for sitting down with me today and I, as I'm sure many of our viewers are, I am really looking forward to seeing updates on the story.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me, this was wonderful. Glad I could explain the story so people can have a better understanding of what, what went on.
0: Thank you for joining us this week for the nineteen oh nine. You can follow us on Twitter at the S News, on Instagram at State News, or at thestatenews.com.